tripping on them hoes. I be getting money up, brothers running in and out. Whole team with me if anything gets ahead of stop. Feel baby, I just throw the plays, my niggas run around. So you can pack your bags, little baby. I only want them out. I can't trust the bitch. We can fuck, but only on the Thanks for tapping in, man. Back with another episode of the After Texas Podcast. First and foremost, let me say thank you to everybody listening to the show. The last episode that I dropped was the most streamed episode, and more importantly, it was the most downloaded episode, which lets me know you guys are paying attention because I did ask for you guys to start downloading the episodes. Is that's you know a better metric for podcasters to have downloads above streams, and you guys came through in a big way, man. So shout out to y'all. I appreciate that very much. Real time sitting around here to talk about a couple things going on first. The return of football season, man. For a guy like myself, this is one of the best times of the year. Um, we just got done with the first week of college football. And the big story out of that, of course, is Deion Sanders and his sons going over to the University of Colorado. Um, Colorado was a 1-11 team last year. Not very good. Deion brought that primetime swag with him. Got some guys through the transfer portal. And they came out beat TCU. In a really, really good game first season, his son, Sador, who plays quarterback, broke a whole bunch of Colorado passing records, 500-plus uh, yards passing, four touchdowns, more importantly, no interceptions. And they went into TCU, which, if you don't know, TCU was the national champion runner-up last year, and they beat them. And this is like them being a 20-plus point underdog. It's one of the bigger upsets. And and primetime wasn't having it. He was letting niggas know, this is what I came here to do, you know. And he was a media darling for a couple of days. And then I start seeing some of the more extra woke people out there still hating on them for leaving the HBCU. Something you got to take into consideration. Deion Sanders is an all-time athlete. Deion Sanders is an all-time businessman. He went over there to Jackson State, which is the HBCU that he was coaching at the last couple of years where he turned that program around. He turned that program around from a standpoint of being better at football, having better facilities. He came out of his pocket for a lot of that shit itself. And then he still had certain niggas mad when he left. It's like, oh, we always leaving our own. Look, he got no support from that school, right? Me personally, my favorite college football team is Ohio State. So with that being said, we had a running back, an all-time great named Eddie George. He played a lot of years in the NFL, mostly for the Tennessee Titans, and he's now the head coach of Tennessee State, which is a HBCU. Eddie George ran into the same shit that Deion Sanders did, where he's got underpar facilities, he's got no budget, he has all these young guys that's trying to play football, he's not getting the talent that he needs. And while some people try to crucify Deion Sanders for leaving Jackson State, Eddie George is down there at Tennessee State, and he's getting no support, and there's no story behind it. And the reason being, Eddie George isn't as big of a name as Deion Sanders is outside of the college football world. If, if you're in the know and you understand football and college sports and stuff, you know what a big name Eddie George actually is. But Deion Sanders is a national celebrity. Deion Sanders did what's right for him and his family, and he's showing he could do this shit at the top level. So shout out to him. Shout out to his son. Shout out to the Colorado Buffaloes. Now, I don't know what kind of season they're going to have, but I know that man made a statement. And with the new rules in the NCAA where they have this transfer portal, they have NIL, which is name and likeness, where basically the players can get paid. 
you niggas better keep your players away from prime time because if he gets in the room with them niggas, they going to Colorado. Prime going to get them. Trust me. If, if there's a battle between Dion and another coach, they're going to go with Dion. You got Nick Saban over there in uh, Alabama, who's one of the most successful, best all-time college coaches ever, and he's hating on Deion Sanders. He's representing the old guard. What this reminds me of is when LeBron's boy Rich Paul came into the NBA as a as an agent, all the agents were hating on him. They actually came up with the Rich Paul rules where you have to have a certain amount of education to be an agent because he came in, he was able to identify with these guys, talk to them on their level, and he started taking some of the bigger names and taking them over there to Clutch Sports, which is now one of the more successful um, agencies in pro sports. These old people... This old guard, these old institutions of sport, they do not like change. But brothers like Rich Paul, brothers like Deion Sanders, they coming in here changing the game, and we got to support them. You niggas be real quick to try and hate on somebody and say what you would have done had you been Deion Sanders. Well, you ain't done it. This is what you got to understand sometimes when you go out of your way to criticize somebody that's doing something on a high level. What are you doing? What What is your track record saying that you've done on, on your level? Because I know if you ain't Deion Sanders, you can't do this shit, but are you active in your community? Do you deal with the youth in your community? Do you empower people around you? And if the answer to all them questions is no, then your opinion is invalid. So one more time, shout out to Deion Sanders, University of Colorado, Shador Sanders. Man, Travis Hunter, what a dog, playing both ways on the field, pause, wide receiver, cornerback, over 100 yards receiving, locking niggas down. This guy, he's a different motherfucker. He's like... Deion Sanders, because, you know, Deion used to play both ways, pause. Also, that nigga played baseball. If you was alive, it, it was a time. That nigga played for the Atlanta Falcons and the Atlanta Braves, played for both teams in the same day. This is legendary shit, and I'm not going to allow any Deion Sanders slander. We're going to support that, brother, man. Look, Deion Sanders had a couple toes amputated so he wouldn't miss a game coaching. That's a fact. You could look that up, man. Prime time. Watching niggas trying to figure how I fall right. Different figures coming in, new money, get it all right. Kept the knife up in my back. I don't want to bleed out. Cuts held fast, but them cuts getting deep now. Warning, a prediction. It wasn't really a prediction. It was a spoiler. We had something going on, which is going to continue to go on with this, this racial tension where there was a shooting up in Jacksonville, racially motivated. Then you had the Alabama boat brawl, racially motivated. And I said that the more we get closer to the presidential election, the more politics play their hand into this type of shit, we're going to start to see more incidents. And I'm going to tell you firsthand some shit that I've seen out here in Orlando, Florida area, and the way things are going. So... First thing is, I had a friend come in town. I went to go link up with him, and they were staying down in the area of Disney World. You know what I'm saying? Which is the biggest tourist spot in Florida. I mean, you know, one of the bigger tourist spots in the world. So you got a lot of different people coming through that section. You got a lot of different ethnicities, all kind of shit, right? So I go down there to meet up with the homie, and as I'm getting off of the freeway to go meet at the resort with them, uh, I see, like, a group of people, and they're all dressed similar, so it caught my eye off to the right side of the road. And I, it caught my attention enough for me to pay attention, but not really looking deep to it. So I seen him. I went, uh, met up with my folks and uh, did what I was doing down there. So I'm heading back where I came from. And as I come back the opposite direction, 
this group of guys, well, people, I can't say guys because they have masks on and shit too. They're on the side of the road. Now I'm paying more attention to them. The traffic's bad. That's some real Florida shit. Traffic always going to be bad. So I get stuck at the light for like two changes. Like motherfucker, turn green, turn red, turn green, turn red. So I get up to where the light is and I'm right next to these people. So I started looking at what's going on because with it being down there by Disney, I thought maybe this is some cosplay shit, something related to Disney. But I see them holding signs. I'm like, okay, it's some sort of a picket or a protest going on, maybe a labor union. I know that there's a lot going on in Florida as far as the governor, DeSantis. He's got beef with Disney because it seemed like Disney trying to put gay shit into the theme park, right? He's a real far right-leaning Republican. And again, this is election time. So I'm taking a look. I see him holding signs. I start reading signs. And the first thing I see is it's a black sign and there's the the Mickey Mouse logo. And it's just really three circles, like a circle for the face and two circles for the ears. And what it said on it was, but fucker. Like, ain't no sex. You understand what I'm saying? Mickey being a boy, I'm like, okay, this is some gay shit. This is some anti-gay shit by this group of people that's down there. So I started paying more attention to these signs they got. They got a sign with the character Goofy, and it says the F word. I'm not saying that shit. Y'all niggas ain't canceling me before I get on. But they got Goofy and say Goofy's an F word. And you're not a, not a motherfucker. The other F word, right? So I'm looking at this shit, and I'm kind of like taking them back. The people are kind of rowdy. It's a lot of movement going on in the crowd. So I scan one more time, and what do I see? Hella Nazi flags. These niggas have swastikas. So I'm like, oh, shit, this is like a militia. So at this point, I'm like going from being interested to wanting to get little because I don't trust these motherfuckers. They ain't no telling what they might do. This Florida, we got crazy gun laws where anyone can carry the fuck they want. These motherfuckers not about to do something to me. So, you know, I started back to minding my business and I left. But I just say that to say it's that time. This is the time of the year where all these divisive things are going to start coming across what you can see. And it's done for the reason of scaring up votes and making people pick sides. Me personally, I'm not a political person. I've said this a thousand times on the show. I hate politics. I think it's the most corrupt system in the world. And I don't just mean like American politics or the American government. I mean, government and politics in general. These are the people that start wars. These are the people that put these crazy prison laws in place, these crazy laws that allow for certain shit that's against the laws of humanity. You know what I'm saying? So we're at that time. Now, something else that I saw just now scanning the internet, um, I seen Tucker Carlson, who used to work for Fox News. I guess he was even a little inappropriate for them, which is saying a lot. But Tucker Carlson got an interview coming out. He's interviewing some white old man. And the gist of the interview is the white old man says he had sex with Barack Obama. This is, again, another political thing that's going on. So I seen the clip that they had posted, and this old white man says he met Obama at a bar. He did cocaine with Obama. He smoked crack with Obama. And he fucked Obama twice. What? Like, what the fuck is going on? You mean to tell me that all these years later, some guy comes out of the woodwork, and he's saying that he had gay sex with the first black president of the United States that he not only did cocaine with him, but actually smoked crack with Barack Obama. Now, 
over the years, I've observed Obama like the rest of us, and I've heard people say they feel like he could go either way. I don't really care about his sexuality because if the shit don't apply to me, it doesn't really bother me like that other than when certain agendas get pushed. But if Obama was gay, I don't know. I mean, Michelle's a, a fine woman, man. I don't know why he wouldn't do that. But the fact you saying you smoke crack with this nigga, this is where I got to draw the line. Now, I know some people are functioning addicts. I know you can't always judge a book by its cover, but listening to that nigga speak all these years, watching how he carries himself, um, if he had said cocaine, man, I, I might have bought it. But saying this nigga smoked crack is wild to me. But this is the problem with these media outlets. This is the problem with this internet. If you can say something with enough shock value, somebody like Tucker Carlson's going to pick it up. Somebody like... You know, any one of these people that want to make a name for themselves or that they have a political agenda, they'll pick it up. But again, we're right here in the middle of the presidential election coming around the corner and you're going to get shit like this. If you're if you're a, a, a right leaning Republican and you see, first of all, a black person, the black president that made a lot of this hatred come upon us. Um, and I say that to say none he did wrong, but when you have racist people and they got to sit up there and watch a articulate, uh, well-spoken black man on TV for eight years being the leader of the free world, it pissed a lot of them off. And that's the reason why Trump was able to get elected and stuff. When you have somebody like that doing a slander on this level, it's it's more indicative of the reason why I stay the fuck away from politics. Now, with me saying this, I don't want you to mistake that, that I'm a Democrat, that I'm left-leaning or anything. Because these are the tricks that both sides play. You know, I'm I'm not into none of that shit. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not even an independent. I am a black man in America trying to take care of my family and do what's best for myself and mine. And to stay away from the shenanigans. The shenanigans are out there, though. I, I wouldn't advise that you go watch that interview because... Some people like to stay informed on stuff like that. That's gossip shit, right? And I've always been at a at a thought that since the internet's inception, I don't share, watch, or anything when it comes to something I don't support. So I don't want to support something like that because what's going to happen in the next couple of days, once this interview drops, you're going to have people reposting it and they're going to have their own caption for it. Or, wow, I can't believe this. Or, look, see, I told you about Obama. And what happens is you're inadvertently supporting the messy shit that comes out and I think that your time could be better spent. I ain't going to tell you what to do, but that's just how I'm going to do. So anyways, man, once again, put your seatbelt on, strap up, buckle up tight, man. We getting ready for this political shit It's getting ready to go crazy and get worse by the day. Also out here in Florida, man, we got a suburb of Orlando called Altamont Springs. Um, out there at Altamont, they had another Nazi rally on a bridge that's off the main freeway. It's a whole bunch of guys up there in red with their Nazi signs and stuff. And me being new to Florida, I had asked the homie, like, hey, is that what they do out here? Like, Klan rallies, Nazi rallies and shit. And he was like, nah, they they, they really wasn't out here like that until, um, you know, when Trump was in office and after the January 6th and all that. So being down here in the Deep South, man, this is a the Bible Belt. This is the gun-toting section of the country. So I'm going to stay dangerous out here. Wherever you at, make sure that you stay dangerous because you could be completely away from that shit and run into the wrong crowd 
and you want to make sure that you're able to protect you and yours. So y'all make sure you keep it on you because they got it on them. Watching niggas trying to figure how I fall right. Different figures coming in, new money, get it all right. Kept the knife up in my back. I don't want to bleed out. Cuts hell fast, but them cuts getting deep now. You ain't got no. Man, going on in the world of music right now, as you know, I'm a big rap fan, man. I'm a, I'm a child of the 80s, man. Grew up in the 90s, you understand what I'm saying? So some of the most popping shit we had during my era was Cash Money Records when the Hot Boys came out, uh, Juvenile, BG, Turk, and Lil Wayne, who, you know, these motherfuckers that made history, history, history over all these years and bg he been locked up i think he did like 13 14 years he actually just got released so it's free bg to us backwards it's backwards right now bg didn't hit the streets again man i'm really glad to see it and bg throughout his whole bid he stayed solid i think he actually got more time when he got sentenced because he wouldn't cooperate and you know while i don't condone uh, crime or criminal behavior is something to be said for a nigga to stand on what they stand on and don't let the powers that be push them around and, and make them into something that they not. So BG's home, I just seen a video online where Birdman pulled up on him, had a little care package for him coming home, welcoming him and shit, and a couple uh, other people that they was FaceTiming with. BG looked different, man, from when he went in. He got long dreads, now his hair long as hell he just looked like a different person but I'm glad to see that he came home man it's the solid ones need to have more recognition because we living in the era of the rat right now um now it, when it come down to the rat and shit if you want to tell me that gunner got a great album that's cool I, I like gunner's music you know what i'm saying uh and did he rat on Young Thug? I don't know i'm not involved in the case i haven't looked into it but that's the narrative that gunner's a rat I can separate those two things because street business and the music business ain't on on parallels when it comes to the way I look at things. But I think that too much is being overseen about the ratting shit. The ratting thing, why it's a problem to me, and like I said, not to condone crime, but it, you know, it's a tactic that comes from slavery. Make us telling each other, telling the runaway slaves you can get a spot in the big house. And I think that shit is some weak-ass shit. Now, Man, shout out to my man Tap. You know what I'm saying? If you know, you know out there in the Dallas area, that's a nigga that's not going to rat. Hold your head up, brother. If this make it to you, man, you know I got nothing but love for you. We'll talk later. Um, something that came out also, there's a guy named Bimmy. Uh, Bimmy is a legendary New York uh, street figure. He's been part of the music business, and he's the brother of Waka Flocka's mom. So he's Waka Flocka's uncle deborah anthony who discovered Nicki minaj gucci man a couple other people that's her brother so bimmy for the last couple of years he's been running around doing interviews telling his story as far as the supreme team and his ventures in the music um i didn't really know a lot about him but he's pretty notorious bimmy and joe you heard Nicki minaj name drop him in some music a lot of rappers the name dropped him over the years it looks like recently some paperwork came out that he actually was a confidential informant. Bimmy looks like he could have been a rat. And I'm not co-signing it because, I, again, I didn't dive too deep in it. It's not really my business. But this is the type of thing that goes on where you can have him hiding in plain sight. Uh, one one more time, I don't know if Bimmy ratted, but there is paperwork. That, you know, I don't know if it's been authenticated. I haven't heard him say anything. But it looks like Bimmy could have been working with the government over all these years. And when you have these black power structures and these street um, alliances like 
the Supreme Team or BMF, they always get taken down by a rat. If it's true, and Bimmy could have been telling all, all this time, you know, it's no telling how many years he might have cost niggas, how many people he might have had locked up. Th this is my thing, man. If you want to play in the streets and you want to sell drugs or do crime or something like that, that's your prerogative. It's rough out here. A nine to five ain't for everybody. And some people want to get that fast money. Some people understand hey mcdonald's is never gonna pay me enough i don't have a lot of skills but i'm good at this shit so they get out there and hustle have some integrity when you do that shit because from the time you was a child you've heard from your parents when you tell on your sibling or when they tell on you hey no one likes a tattletale you know what i'm saying make the police do their job you don't get out here and do their job for them and tell on people because it's gonna be lighter on you or whatever you know, the case may be, I just think it, it says a lot about your character. One thing about manhood, and I'm going to stand on this. I know there's a debate now because you got women that think they're men and men that think they're women. And I ain't talking about transgender people or anything like that. I'm just talking about the way people carry themselves. I see a lot of niggas trying to be bad bitches. I see niggas trying to get flew out. I see a lot of women running their household. It's kind of like you know, the genders are switching places. But one thing about true manhood is you got to stand for something. You know, men are, we're supposed to be the leaders of our families. How are you going to lead your family if you can't even look in the mirror? You leaving a legacy where your kids don't be affected of daddy was a rat, daddy was a sucker. That shit will follow people, man. And you putting it in a DNA and it's unfair. So one more time, if you want to be a street person, if you want to, Involve yourself in the underworld if you want to be a part of the drug game or into a, a gang or anything like that. You know, I don't advise it, but if you're going to do it, do it the right way. You don't get out there and start playing all these um, games, telling on each other and wearing wires and all that shit. And that's why you got somebody like 6 9 that could be the most famous rat and still be successful out here. People still support him because he's going to try and say, well, nigga slept with my baby mama. This happened, that happened. They'll try and rationalize it. At the end of the day, if you're a street person, you understand the street rules. And if you're a black person, just understand that this is something that's been used against us forever. This is something that the power structure put in place to try and make us tell on each other. We all in a similar struggle being black and brown people in a country that we're not native to and trying to function and navigate a life, try to become successful where the government has no use for you other than to make you an inmate and or a hard labored worker underpaid at that. It's power in numbers. If you start sticking together, it's not a lot that they can really do against us as a whole. And I don't even like to use us no more because the community that I understood it to be, it seems like it's not that no more. It's it's always going to be something to, sit, to be said for the BGs of the world. It's always going to be something to be said for the Bobby Schmurters of the world and people that stay solid, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying like you go do 30 years for some shit you ain't done. But if you outside and you doing some shit, take it on the chin, man. It is what it is. The rules is fucked up, but you know it's a fucked up game when you decide to play it. So one more time, in the words of my nigga Tap, I did that shit. I'm going to deal with it. That's that. You know what I'm saying? Watch niggas trying to figure how I fall right. Different figures 
coming in, new money, get it all right. Kept the knife up in my back. I don't wanna bleed out. Cuts hell fast, but them cuts getting deep now. You ain't got Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh one more time, man. I appreciate all the love. I wanna celebrate with you guys. I've reached a thousand downloads. One thousand downloads. It doesn't seem like a huge number as you look at streaming and it's the number of some of these goofy motherfuckers do from doing jackass stunts and everything online. A thousand downloads organically done by people that show love to the show, people that fuck with me, that might want to hear my opinion or something, or that they could be just uh, entertained by my dialect. We didn't hit a thousand downloads. I want to encourage you guys to continue download these episodes. Um, feedback is always appreciated. If you're listening, you more than likely know how to get a hold of me. Um, shoot me some feedback. Hey, we're going to continue to pump this music, too. The cross-promotion thing is something my brother and I, we talk about a lot. And cross-promotion is really free to do. So, as you heard me mention multiple times on the show, my boy Lando on the go out of Dallas, Texas. You know, mess with him on social media. Got my boy, uh, the Robert Moore podcast up out of Northeast Ohio. Check his podcast out. You can also go to morewriting.com to check out his website. He got some other stuff going on. Let's cross-promote each other. Let's make sure that we go out of our way to show support and love to one another because we can actually win doing things that way. The way Sexy Red cross-promotes rap and STDs, hey, man, look, she on to something, right? She then went from the rap community to the thought community to the STD community, and she has all three of them showing her support. So there's no reason we can't do the same for each other. One more time, man, I appreciate all the love. Thank you for checking the show out. If you get to the money, get to the money quietly. Party watching niggas trying to figure how I fall right. Different niggas coming in, new money, get it all right. Kept the knife up in my back, I don't want to bleed out. Cuts hell fast, but them cuts getting deep now. You ain't got no 